Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. BECU presents the KISW Financial Advisor. Here to talk money. Please welcome Todd. I invented numbers so I know how this stuff works. Peach. There he is right over there. If you've got a question for Todd... Now's the time, 206-421-ROCK. You can also text us at 77999. Todd Peach, of course, uh, from the great folks at BECU.org. And if you live, work, or attend school in Washington State, this credit union is for you, baby. BECU.org. And Todd, he's got over 25 years being the man. I think the most important question to ask Todd is, how much money would you pay to not have to deal with Seattle traffic on a rainy day? Oh, yeah. boy. I, I don't know that I, w- I have enough money for that, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were in traffic for over an hour. It, it shouldn't have been yeah. that. Long. No, no, it, it uh, it's getting worse. So as we have to move further out to get to buy a house and everything else, right? Yeah, oh, doom and gloom, Todd over yeah. here. It's getting worse. So yeah, life's gonna suck for all of you. Yeah. Just no You're hope. Going broke. No hope at all. That's right. He's renaming Star Wars to uh, Star Wars Episode Four. No hope. That's right. <laughs> That's it. But actually, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of hope if you act. Put your money where it's got to go, and you're really smart with your money. And if you want Todd to give you some uh, answers to your financial questions, it's as simple as that. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Sarah sent us a text saying, I have an inheritance coming from coming to me from England, and I'm concerned about Hello. the... Not from Nigeria, so I don't think it's a scam. Oh, good. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm concerned about the declaration uh, for a tax season and mm-hmm. declaration regarding keeping some in accounts in England as far as... Offshore. Any advice would be great. Um, also, the best things to do with it as well. Thank you from Sarah. I, I would consult a tax uh, ta- tax preparer for that now. You mean a CPA person? Yeah, a CPA. Somebody that really knows the ins and outs of the, the laws over in um, New England and then here and what that's going to look like. Because um, there, there's... In- income that's ge- if it's been generated over there and it's going to come over here. There's a lot of tax implications that it would put the put the plan together now yeah. so you don't make some mistakes. I'd ask Queen um, Elizabeth. Apparently, she's got some good offshore stuff going on in the Caymans. I think that yeah. she's the one I would ask about. That's a little outside of what I, I'm uh, uh, yeah. familiar with. But I would I would consult somebody now if you know about how much you're going to get. Um, then you can come up with a plan so when it lands over here, you can put it to work. So that, and, and, and since we're talking about inheritances, I mean, one of the things, I don't know if it's Trump or somebody, they, they want to end the inheritance tax. Um, how close, do you know how close we are to that happening or is that going to be a joke and it's know, not going to happen? There's all kinds of stuff, BJ. They want to re- reduce the, how much you can write off on your mortgage, right? Yeah, I heard about that. I don't like that part of it. Yeah, they want to they make state and uh, income tax or state uh, property tax and sales tax not deductible anymore. I don't like that part of it either. You know? So we'll have to see how it all shakes out. So we really don't know. It's kind of too early to tell um, uh, where that's going to go, but we should know in the next month or two. So. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, come on, I mean, people, you got to be able to write off your mortgage and the taxes you pay. I mean, that, that's... Well, especially that's in our tough. market, right? I mean, the, the homes are going for, you know, six, seven, eight, hundred and a million dollars, right? Yeah. That's and, a lot they, of mortgage. Yeah, and they want to reduce that from a million to 500,000. That can impact a lot of people that are trying to or who currently own homes. And really, uh, you know, a five hundred, an eight hundred thousand dollar home in the Puget Sound is not somebody who's a high roller. 
I mean, that's no. kind of what you, if you want a nice home that you're going to spend 30 years in, I mean, that's what you got to pay. And then if you travel further out, like you said, then yeah. maybe you're talking four or 500000 but And that's right. still expensive for a house mm-hmm. here. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. You got any questions yeah. for Todd? You know what to do. 206-421-ROCK. Let's go to Dylan in Linwood. Dylan, you're on with Todd Peach from BECU.org. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my call here. I um, just had a quick question for uh, for you, Todd. So I actually have BECU, and I have had for about six years. Uh, my question huh? is, I'm a small business owner, and I want to know um, the difference between a sole proprietor and LLC when it comes to getting loans, because I'm going to be looking at buying a house someday, and I, it has been very difficult to get a loan being a sole proprietor. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could uh, give me some as advice, like tax reasons or financial reasons why becoming an LLC would be better for that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, a sole proprietor, you're you're it, right? So you're you're the business, Dylan. So everything runs through through you. And so when you file your taxes, you're probably filing a Schedule C, I believe, is what it is for that. Um, yeah, yeah. And so when you're going to get loans, it, it, they're going to look at your income or your wife's income if you're if you're married or have somebody else. But um, the, really, the only difference between the two and the LLC is a limited LLC is a limited liability company. So it's going to help you protect your assets from you know lawsuits that type of thing but i don't know that it's going to make a big impact in your ability to qualify for loans because it's still going to be looking at you as the guarantor on those loans whether it's a sole prop or an llc well there you go dylan hopefully that that answered your question and uh, and and obviously you know again cpas financial yep. advisors Absolutely. those are folks that it's really good to have, especially when you and you t- you talk about it those LLCs because you know we don't think of that is that people can come after your stuff mm-hmm. and there's you know sometimes stuff happens when you're doing a business. That's why I love being an employee. I know yeah. that some people don't like bosses, but I like that my company handles all that. Yeah, I don't want to worry about yeah. any liabilities. If I'm an idiot, they got to pay for it. I kind of like that. Yeah, no, it'd be a good time for Dylan to sit down with a CPA or somebody to go over his structure and maybe a, a sole prop or maybe there's another way to structure it that that. That's better. So, um, even a C corp, if that's an option. So, let's go to uh, Brad in Mount Lake Terrace. Brad, you are on the rock. Hey, yeah, I, my son just started uh, Wazoo this year, nice. and uh, thankfully, he got a ton of money in scholarships, so we nice. didn't actually have to come out of pocket to pay a whole lot. But I had heard that with the scholarships, that some of that I'm going to have to claim that as income possibly on my taxes really i didn't know that is that true todd um it it shouldn't no it won't it it won't be income for you but it will include in his fafsa next year the free application for federal student aid you would report it there and it could uh include it could impact his ability to qualify uh for loans um in the future but it it, it's it's a uh, scholarship it's it's money that's going for school so there should be no tax implications for that so so, so all that all that will affect would be just his ability to get more money or for loans Correct. next year. Yeah, yeah. When you fill out the FAFSA, which you can do now for next year, yeah, um, then you'll it'll be you'll have you'll, it'll have questions for you on there that talk about uh, grants and scholarships, um, that type of thing that you'll have to. Report. So I won't since since I claim him still on my my mm-hmm. taxes, I won't have to use that as any kind of like income for him no no it shouldn't no 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 yeah it's, uh, grants and scholarships are free money and it's going it's being it's used for qualified higher education so there should be not, no tax implication for you but again it would impact 
uh, in, be reported on that FAFSA for next year. And of course, of course, you know, again, uh, having a CPA, somebody that helps you with your taxes is always a good thing because they can give you the definitive answers mm-hmm. on these questions. But boy, I mean, Grant, I wouldn't put it past the government, but God, that would be so wrong. Yeah. No, my daughter's gotten scholarships before when they went to school and there are no issues with it whatsoever. Well, but, you ought to know if you, uh, you, yeah, you yeah, should know if you been, paid your been taxes. There, been there, done that. That's so, awesome. Well, yeah. that's, that's actually good to know. That's, that's really, really good to know because yeah. that's, boy, because it's not, it doesn't work that way and the price is right. You got to pay taxes on all the stuff they that's give right. you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's go to, uh, Chris and Squim. Chris. You are on the rock with Todd from BECU.org. Go ahead. The price is wrong. Hey, good morning, guys. <laughs> good morning, Chris. What you got? Hey, just real quick, I just want to tell you guys how much I love your show. You keep me entertained in my long commute. Thank you. Hey, Todd knows a little bit about that today. Yeah. There are some people that are in long commutes. Man. I feel you, Chris. What you got for us, Chris? Yeah. Um, so my question is, I have an auto loan. I, I went into a dealership and I, I was a bonehead and decided to buy a nice brand new shiny Jeep back in 2015. So I got locked into a five-year loan, or I think it was a six-year loan. Uh, anyways, I'm completely upside down in the Jeep now. I owe like 20500 on it, and it's only worth uh, maybe 14000 mm-hmm. Uh So my, my bright idea was that when I get my income tax return this year, um, and with the money I still have in savings, I was just going to throw like 10000 uh, at the loan, uh, mm-hmm. and that would make it so I'm not upside down. So mm-hmm. what I owe on the loan is equal or less to what the value of the car is. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my question is, is my grandfather had actually co-signed because my credit was pretty bad at the time that I got the Jeep. And now, I mean, it's still not great, but it's better than it was. Um, so if I pay that off, would it be a good idea to refinance the loan? I'd only be owing like, you know, maybe 10000 mm-hmm. at that point. Would that help my credit more if I um, if I did it that way and just refinanced owing about ten thousand, or should I just keep paying off the loan the way it is now? What's your interest rate? Uh, it's pretty low since my grandpa co-signed with me. I think mm-hmm. it's like three point nine. Okay. So, Todd, to understand, there, yeah. a refi doesn't help with your credit rating, right? No. Yeah, no. I, so think that, that's the, I think that's a confusion yeah. he's having. He thinks a refi will make his credit rating better. No, no. Because if he refis, he's going to have the loan under his name, right? Um, oh, well, that same, would be helpful, yeah, I suppose. So the same, yeah, but he's, he's on the loan. So he's, he's, his grandfather just co-signed. Oh, he co-signed, yeah. yeah so, so he's, he's still credit. on it. So really what we want to look at, Chris, is um, what's the interest rate you're paying, which is 3.9, and would you qualify based upon your credit for something less than that when you paid this down to, to refi? Um, maybe yeah, probably it's, not. <laughs> yeah, and so then maybe you're just better off just keep riding it and keep paying it down and, you know, be and, debt-free here. And Todd, cars just depreciate it. It's not like oh, yeah. he's a bonehead. I mean, whenever you buy a new car, that's just how the world of cars is. I mean, a couple of years, it's never going to be worth yeah. what you paid for it. So and you, chicks dig Jeeps, so right. you can't put a price on that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, Chris, uh, and the other thing he said, Todd, though, is he wanted to take a bunch of money and put it down towards the principal. Is that ever a bad idea if you, or, or should he be looking at other things to do with that big money first? Well, yeah. I mean, does he have an emergency fund? What happens if something were to happen? You were to have a medical issue or lose your, you know, be out of work for a while? And then now, would you be able to make those payments on the car, right? Because you want to make current or your rent or your mortgage. or So I would say, you know, Chris, before you actually take the steps to pay it down, let's take a look at you know, your emergency fund and the other things you have going on to make sure that's the makes the most sense. 
Right. Yeah. That t- that ten thousand I was talking about wouldn't that's not including my emergency fund. Okay. That wouldn't be coming out of that account. So I still have that. So that's okay. cool. You got advice. That's yeah, that's man. I mean, Chris, good for you, you got an emergency fund because a lot of folks don't even know that they should have one. No. So that's really cool. And then the car breaks down, and they can't make the payments, and you know. Man. Yeah, appreciate the call, Chris. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that, I mean that. That's see. There's just things that we don't know. You know what I mean? And it's it's not really taught in school. And it's no. stuff that you really. I mean, gosh, everyone's going to take out a loan. Everyone's going to have to buy a car. Everyone's going to either rent a place mm-hmm. or buy a place. And I don't know how much. I mean, I it, they didn't teach that to me when I was in school. Now, granted, that was back when the rocks were cooling. But still, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, it's 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 amazing what we don't know. We have a very important uh, uh, text uh, that we need to get to before oh, this uh, okay. segment ends. Right. Please, uh, this comes from uh, Duke. He says, "Todd, I have an important question. I'm going to happy hour. Do I get wings or nachos?" Very wings. important. Wings. Thank you. Wings. This is why Todd is a credible man to take advice from. Wings, 100% of the time. Yeah, I'm such go. a nacho I'm with guy. You. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, Vicky, is it nachos for you? Oh, nachos all the way because yeah. you get more for your buck. Yeah. Uh, you really do. Okay. Steve, so this look on Steve's face is like we just murdered somebody. I feel like I'm in the middle of a moron sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're asking financial advice. I think the nachos are better bang for your buck. This is life advice. Yeah. She's got a point, Steve. I, yeah. Who cares? Money well spent on yeah. wings. Wings satisfy you after the fact. That is so awesome. Well, um, if you uh, if you have you any, calm down. spend a bunch of money on a bag of chips with cheese on it. Yeah, money yeah. well spent, Steve. <laughs> if uh, you have any questions that actually transcend nachos or wings, uh, you can always email Todd. Uh, just go to KISW.com. Look for the banner with Todd's smiling face. I'm standing next to him as well. And uh, he'll answer as much as he can, man. He'll help you out. It's a, it's a wonderful free service that BECU is doing for us. And, again, just go to KISW.com. And if you want to join BECU, you just got to live, work, or attend school here in Washington State. They got more info about that at BECU.org. It's a great credit union. You can do everything there. You can do it at bank. And you know they're going to take care of you because the members own this so no one's going to make any decisions just for their pocketbook because everybody's an owner of BECU. Todd, as usual, uh, it's good to see you. I hope the traffic's better on your way back. <laughs> Thanks, BJ. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t